Welcome to Let It Grow Investing, the financial investing and small business podcast that is not run by a professional investor. I am Jeff, and thank you for stopping by. We're going to cover all the news you need to know to make sense of the market, helping you get invested, stay the course, and on your way to financial freedom. Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to the show, and thank you for stopping in to have a chat with me about uh, all things investing, business, and uh, kind of life in general today. We're going to cover a little bit of everything today. So, uh, as always, thanks. And uh, if you are new here, welcome to the uh, to the show. And uh, hopefully, we can cover some stuff that you are interested in. And uh, if there's a stock or fund, or you know, you're really curious about how something works, uh, you know, feel free to message me. I'll try to cover that in uh, in an upcoming episode if that uh, is something that really fits the uh, the podcast. So um, yeah, we've got a lot more negativity out there. We are still dealing with this bear market, and uh, there's a lot of a lot of red out there. I'm not too sure if this is still recording. Oh, there we go. Uh, had to deal with the random restart on this computer. So um, yeah, so there is just a lot of negativity out there. As to you know, a little bit of everything, really. We've got uh, more problems with Russia, Ukraine. We've got more problems out of China. Uh, some rising tensions there, especially with uh, semiconductor chips not being exported to China. So if you're in chip stocks, they are getting punished, and uh, it is a tough spot to be. And uh, as always, you know, I'm a more long-term investor. I don't really get too much caught up in the price action on the day-to-day. Uh, yes, I do try to look at some of those prices to set some of my buys, but uh, a lot of times we're just dollar cost averaging into the market to get that money to work. Uh, and you know, if there are some bigger drops, I will put in some more money. Uh, that's just kind of how I tend to play it. Try to keep a little bit more uh, on the side for those larger drops. Stick to a plan uh, and dollar cost average a little bit every week on the uh, investing challenge that we're doing over there on Let It Grow Investing on Facebook join the group to follow along. Uh, you can also vote on a stock that we're going to be buying every week. Uh, so there's always five names there. But uh, when it comes to my own brokerage, I tend to uh, be a little bit more selective, uh, you know, pick a stock or two that really looks like it's in buy territory for me and uh, really just fits the bill of where I want to be allocating dollars at that time. But uh, with that being said, yeah, we're, we're waiting on some different numbers this week. And it is Tuesday as I'm recording this. So Wednesday, we are going to be getting the PPI numbers. Uh, I will post that up on the group page as well when uh, those numbers do come out, uh, as well as the CPI on Thursday. So producer price index uh, and then the consumer price index, what we are paying for, you know, different goods and services that we have to pay as consumers, uh, you know, food, uh, shelter. Uh, just all the different things that come into our day-to-day lives and really what those inflation numbers look like. And uh, that's going to really give us a idea of what the Fed is going to do. Uh, it looks like they're still just trying to tamp down this inflation regardless of what size hammer they have to use. They are just kind of smashing it home and you know, kind of scorching the, everything in the wake of trying to fight this inflation number. So we're really watching these two to know what happens with the uh, the immediate economy on uh, on some of that different front. So we've got that. We've also got uh, Pepsi coming out with some earnings. Uh, and then I think we've got a whole host of bank earnings for next week. So we're watching all these numbers come in. 
we're really waiting on the the two uh, inflation indexes here to really see what uh, the Fed might do and what their next move is. If they come in light, you know, we could certainly see the uh, the Fed maybe take a slowing approach. But uh, like I said, they are trying to drive this inflation number down to that two percent target. Hopefully, we get there sooner than later. But uh, uh, today, I wanted to talk a little bit about process, right? Uh, I've been seeing a lot of different things where people are giving up, uh, whether it's the stock market, whether it's uh, a business plan, whether it's exercising or working out or getting to your goal of whatever. It seems like a lot of people are just quick to give up. And I think a lot of that is a lack of process, right? So I know for me in the way of investing, I want to dollar cost average into the market, eventually get to the point where I can live off of dividends. Is that is that point today? No. Did I plan for it to be today? Also, no. I could certainly sell a lot of different non-dividend paying stocks for, you know, higher dividend payers and, you know, obviously get more of that income off of those uh, invested dollars. Now, I don't want to do that because I have faith that these companies that I'm invested in right now will grow. So by the time I'm, you know, closer to that retirement age or when I don't want to work as much, I can let those uh, those dollars kind of come in to me from the, the money that I put into the market. But right now, I think there's other growth opportunities. So I'm, I'm a barbell approach. I got some value. I got some dividends. Uh, I've got some growth on the other side of the spectrum. I don't really deal too much with penny stocks or any major speculative plays. So I really have a balanced approach. Uh, I kind of did the same thing in business. Um, kind of rewinding way back, you know, I started detailing cars, I don't know, 13 or 14 years old. And uh, that paid for a lot of the different things that I was doing at that time in my life. Uh, and then kind of going forward into high school, um, I went from detailing cars to getting more involved in like car audio and stuff like that. So I was selling a bunch of that stuff uh, out of my high school, you know. So basically, I was uh, my, my dad had a business and he kind of opened up with uh, a couple vendors so we could get some stuff kind of at cost. Uh, just to, you know, kind of tinker with what we were working on. And then it kind of became this thing where I started selling to anyone and everyone that wanted audio stuff, which uh, kind of then in turn got me into the um, installing of these products, which really wasn't my lane. I've always been more in that operations kind of mindset where I like the business side of things. I like the functionality of running something. Uh, I mean, I, I can I can wrench a bit, but it's not really my forte. Uh, then kind of worked with my dad's business a little bit and then eventually started my own thing. So it's always been something where um, I enjoy doing the the business side of things. And sometimes the, the actual job is a little mundane, but uh, I've really just kind of had that process of starting something and uh, kind of going with it and see where it took me. So, you know, now that I've been 14 years in my own business doing the landscape and uh, snow removal, hardscaping, stuff like that, uh, I'm kind of still in that mundane thing of where, you know, the, the, the actual day to day is sometimes uh, not the most exciting, but running the business is kind of the thing that lights my fire. And that's kind of where I've always been. But, uh, you know, in one of these groups that I'm in, there was a guy looking to start a business and he didn't really think of all the mundane or the the 
the day-to-day operational stuff. He thought, you know, I want to go do my job and I, it's just all going to come to me. I'm going to do this process and and I'm going to make it rich, right? And that's just not how it works. Uh, you really got to put in the legwork to do the sales, to do the marketing, the advertising, the accounting, the, you know, buying your equipment, saving the money, budgeting, this, that, the other. And that's where I'm more of the the operator. I like that side of it. And uh, I just want people to know that you have to have this process, whether you're in the stock market or whether you're trying to build a business, you have to have a plan for the fact that it's not going to happen overnight. And it's got to be uh, a plan that you can work on, that you can uh, kind of mold into what you want, that you know it's going to be a pivot here and there. It's not always going to be exactly as planned, but uh, that's part of the fun of it for me is the fact that you get to kind of nurture this thing into where you want it to go. And for me, it was never a, I want this multi-million dollar enterprise, um, you know, that uh, just, I don't even have to touch and I can walk away from and, and just come back and collect the checks. Like that's great and all, but I understand what it takes to get there. I understand the amount of, uh, of headaches and hurdles that you have to jump through to get to that point. And that's never really been me. I like the day-to-day uh, functionality of, of being able to manage it and know that uh, I'm involved with it. So uh, it really just depends on where you want to go with things. And that's kind of why I like building my own stock portfolio as well. I like looking at the you know the, the different reports and watching the, the numbers come in and how earnings looked and what companies buying you know this, that, or the other. And really kind of making a, a educated decision as to what's going on out there. You'll often say, often hear people say that, oh, the stock market is like gambling. And if you don't look at it and you're just throwing darts at a, uh, a stock market board and that's how you're picking your stocks, yeah, it's gambling. If you're looking at all the different things and putting in the process and doing the planning and understanding that there's going to be ups and downs in the business cycle and the, uh, the macro environment, the micro environment for that company, there's a lot of different things that go into, uh, you know, a business or exercising or getting to a end goal. And that's kind of what I want people to see. That's a lot of why I started this podcast is for people to understand that just because you put $100 in the market today, it's not going to turn into $10,000 overnight. If it does, great. But uh, I don't think that is a, a realistic expectation, and I don't think it's going to be a repeatable thing or a recurring thing that you can do on the regular. If it is, everyone would be doing it. So I really want people to know that you know you have these small goals uh, and try to take them in stride. You got to take one step after the other in order to get to that end goal. And for me, it's uh, it's been and it it will continue to be that I want my portfolio to basically pay me to live when I'm, I don't know, 55, 65. When I'm at that point, that is where I want it to be. And currently at 35, I know that I've got a lot of time on my side. So the market selling off, the being in a bear market, having a, uh, uh, where are we? I just had this number pulled up. I think we were down um, about 23%, I believe it was on the NASDAQ. No, I can't get back to that page. But uh, yeah, overall, it's just been it's been brutal out there. But we have to understand that if we're investing now, there is a lot of room for a lot of returns. 
Uh, and when we go back and we look at uh, some of the past recessions or bear markets to get uh, an idea of where we're going forward, you'll see that uh, I think it was like 32% of the time a year later, we were, uh, no, we were 32% higher a year later after a year. And then uh, after three years, it was something like 70%. And it just kind of keeps magnifying as you look to go further and further. Uh, I don't have those exact numbers with me right now. I'm trying to pull back up this one page I was on, but um, I'm looking at an article on Forbes, but it's not exactly what I was looking for. But uh, understand that when you can invest in a recession or in a bear market, it will give you uh, a lot more buying power going forward. Now, do I think we're at the bottom? Unfortunately, no, I don't. I think it's going to get a little bit worse with... Uh, all the bad news that we've got. Like I said, we've got uh, Russia-Ukraine tensions rising up where, you know, they're talking tactical, tactical nuclear weapons. We're looking at China-US tensions continuing to rise. We're looking at all this different spending that is going on out there. And I just don't think that we're at the bottom yet. Uh, even, you know, Jamie Dimon said we could be another 20% away from the bottom. That doesn't mean we're still got 20% to go. That means if, if things come in wrong, we could go down that much, and we certainly could. I don't really think that uh, you know we we could potentially get in that forty percent drawdown. Average is about 32 percent, but uh, it certainly could get worse. So understand that uh, buying into a dip and buying at uh, some of these downward trending prices, it could get lower. But uh, overall, we should start to see this start to rebound within. Uh, 10.3 months 10.3 months is the average time that a recession will last. So if we take that into account and we know that we're able to buy and eventually this money's going to turn around for us, uh, that's uh, kind of a sweet spot to be. And I, I think a lot of people would be upset if they look back and they didn't buy through some of these lows when uh, you know they ultimately were buying in 2021 when things were at a peak. And now a year later, they just don't want anything to do with it. Or, you know, they started and they knocked on a few doors with their business and they got no's. But, uh, you know, maybe the next day or the next week, you know, you you change your sales pitch, you go back out and uh, you get four yeses. Or uh, maybe you start advertising in a different way. You know, maybe you look online or uh, start a website or, you know, just start advertising in a in a flyer or through a, a different friend or a business that you're close with and you start making it work for you. But uh, sometimes we just got to take those continued steps in order to get where we want to go. And I really feel that uh, this market that we are in certainly is that it is uh, it's one that's been painful. This is the lowest I have seen my brokerage in quite some time. It has been, uh, it's been down. It's, we're currently down about 8% for me. And I have not seen red in this account uh, since 2020. So this one is, it's definitely rough. And, uh, you know, that's coming from about 35% up probably about a year and a half ago. So it's definitely a big swing for me. But overall, like I said, I don't need this money today. I know I don't need this money today. That's why it's here because overall it will grow. And uh, being down 8%, you know, it's, it's not the greatest feeling, but overall, I trust the process. So hopefully you guys can too. Hopefully you can make a plan. 
come up with a way that uh, that works for you, whether you're building a business or, uh, you know, you're, you're trying to get back on track or trying to reach a goal or, you know, if you're investing for your retirement, hopefully you can do the same thing. Build a plan, stick with it and understand that you need to trust your process and uh, don't sell yourself short. So with that being said, I'm going to take a quick break and uh, let you kind of digest that and I'll be uh, be right back. All right, I am back here, and uh, I said it was going to be a short break, but uh, in recording time, it's actually about 24 hours apart from when I finished up recording yesterday, so that first part is from Tuesday. It is now Wednesday, and uh, I guess I'll just finish up saying that, uh, you know, if you really want to go after something, and it's really something that you're passionate about, uh, build a plan, trust that plan, and uh, trust your processes, get through it, and ultimately, you know... You're going to make mistakes. Things are going to go wrong, but uh, you know you're on that path for one reason or another. So try to uh, stick to what you've got, and uh, ultimately, um, it's going to take some time. There's going to be some highs. There's going to be some lows, and and whatever you do. But uh, I think that we can all get there. Uh, so going forward, we're still looking at what the Fed is going to do, and we had a producer price index come out this morning uh, on Wednesday. And uh, so these numbers came in a little bit hot. We were looking at uh, a 0.2% raise uh, month over month, and it came in at 0.4% month over month. So we are still higher on uh, all the things that producers are going to need to make their products, whether it be food, energy, uh, shipping, plastics, containers, this, that, the other. It's all in this uh, this number right here. So um, as I said, 0.2% was expected. We came in at 0.4. So it is a little bit hotter. We were um, 8.5% uh, for the trailing 12-month period, higher in prices. And uh, that is down a little bit from August where we were at 8.7%. So uh, still higher than we wanted to be. Ultimately, we will wait and see what this uh, CPI report says tomorrow. And hopefully that can trend down a little bit. I'm not too optimistic on that. But uh, overall, the uh, the market kind of took it in stride. I was kind of thinking, hey, yeah, we got this, you know, worse than expected read. And the market was going to sell off on the fact that inflation is just still going. We just still cannot, you know, tamp it down. But uh, overall, throughout the whole morning, we were kind of trading a little bit sideways, a little up, a little down. We are still uh, up as of uh, 2.40 p.m. on Wednesday, Eastern Time. And uh, yeah, with the Dow is up about 0.5%. The NASDAQ is up about 0.45. And the S&P is up about uh, one-third. So we've got a um, little bit of positive movement. We've got the, uh, the two years and the uh, the ten year is up near four percent, uh, so we definitely have that, and that was been hurting the uh, the Nasdaq as they uh, they need these funds in order to operate, and it is costing them more to borrow, and money's just going other places with higher interest. So we've got uh, a lot of the different pain there. I, I did want to circle back to the fact that uh, I had some numbers wrong, or not even just completely there uh, as I was recording yesterday. So. The average drop during a recession in the stock market is 29%. 29%. That is skewed a little bit by the uh, um, the financial crisis where we had a bigger drawdown. So the median number is 
And uh, currently, we are down in the S&P year-to-date 24.53%. So I'm not going to say that we're at the bottom. It could certainly get worse. I don't want to even attempt to call a bottom at this point. I don't think we are there yet. But uh, I do think that we are getting much closer. And uh, as I've said before, you still or I still want to dollar cost average. I can't give you that uh, that green light to go ahead and buy something. I'm not a financial expert. This is just something where I really am passionate. Uh, so for me, I'm still looking at opportunities out there. I do think that we're going to, uh, you know, come out of this by 2024, 25 uh, in a much better spot. So I do want to be buying some of these different things that are out there. And uh, when I'm looking at that for this week, we go right into the investing challenge from over there on uh, the Facebook page. Uh, I did start an Instagram page. I put that on the, the group as well. So if you just want to get some of the uh, the highlights, some of the, uh, you know, the pictures of as to what's going on without as much of the commentary, you can follow me on Instagram as well. Um, but yeah, we've got uh, five stocks as we always do for the Let It Grow investing challenge for 2022. And uh, these five for this week, we're going to start off with uh, General Mills. Uh, so they did have a uh, an upbeat quarter. They uh, are actually trading right in that range of right above where the S&P is at a 16.2. Uh, we're getting about a 2.8% dividend. You're getting a consumer staple company. I will also add that uh, PepsiCo reported this morning. They had a beat on uh, their quarter as well. So the soft drink business was still in place. I do believe the Frito-Lay was trading a little bit or uh, trending a little bit sideways. So that one, the uh, the chips and, and products like that, their snack lines weren't doing as well, but the uh, the soft drink business was definitely ramping up. So revenues were up for them. And so PepsiCo was doing well. But uh, you can kind of take that in stride with what General Mills said. They are doing uh, pretty well also on some of their, their recent commentary. So that is number one, a consumer staple company like General Mills that uh, should do well through a recession. That's kind of what we're seeing. That's what history says. So I will uh, take that with a grain of salt. Now, uh, number two, we are looking at Honeywell. So if you think we are you know, at that point where these stocks are trending low enough and you want to get into an industri in industrial play, that's going to cover a little bit of everything. They've got... Uh, Four different main segments, aerospace, uh, building technologies, performance material and technology, and safety and productivity solutions. So they got a little bit of everything going for them, and uh, they are one of the premium operators in the space. Management has been doing uh, a great job with this company, and uh, they've just been kind of in the wrong place at the wrong time as far as the market cycle. Now, I do think that they will come back. Um, you know, as we kind of get out of this recession talk, as people are looking to build and, and kind of continue, uh, you know, the the process of making things better, making things uh, more uh, productive and efficient, we're going to see Honeywell do uh, do better in that space as well. So we've got uh, a dividend on this one of about 2.3%, uh, a PE rating of uh, 23.6. And analyst research on this one, we're currently at 173 we have about a 15.8% upside for an average price target of uh, $200.77. So that is Honeywell. Uh, number three, we're going to get into the, uh, the kind of the stock of the week, I would say, where 
uh, President Biden was trying to say that uh, we wanted to see if um, the Department of Justice and HHS can do something with marijuana to see if it still should be rated as a class one drug. And uh, I kind of give the green light to some of these different uh, cannabis stocks. And the one that I was looking at this week was IIPR, and that is Innovative Industrial Properties. And uh, this one is a REIT, but it is a REIT that is going to uh, look at the cannabis industry and the warehousing and grow operations and lend out the space or rent out the space, lease the space to different operations and different grow uh, companies that need the space in order to grow the product. So you're getting uh, some of the ties from the cannabis industry, but you're also getting a warehouse real estate play. You're going to get about a 7.67% dividend. Uh, if you buy it right now, that's uh, at the price of 93.76. And uh, analyst research on this one, uh, it does have a good amount of upside left in it. It's about 69.4% of upside for an average price target of 158.83. And remind you, it's trading at $93. So we're getting about uh, roughly 77% of upside, including that dividend. And uh, I think it's in a good spot at the right time in the whole conversation about cannabis in the country. Uh, legalization is certainly uh, catching on and more people are looking at it. Um, so I definitely think it's one that is noteworthy. Uh, it's also leading the uh, the investing challenge for uh, week 42 at this point as well. So that is IIPR, Innovative Industrial Properties. Now, number four is uh, a defense contractor. And uh, with everything going on in the world between uh, Russia, Ukraine, we've got uh, you know all the problems with China. We haven't really heard from North Korea in a while, but you know they'll probably rear their uh, selves up into some kind of argument or conflict here in short order. So I thought uh, a defense contractor might be a good way to go. And for this week, we were looking at L3 Harris, and that ticker is LHX. Uh, this one has been one that's been in my portfolio for a good while now. Uh, we are getting it at about a 23.8 PE, a quarterly dividend of right around 1.94%. And uh, there's also some upside from this one. So we're currently trading at 227. Uh, nine analysts have it ranked at an average price target of 277 for 22% of upside. And uh, as you know, uh, the missiles for uh, long range missiles that Ukraine's going to need are going to be made by some of these different defense contractors. So if you're looking, uh, there's definitely a need for uh, a lot of different defense contractors right now for their guided systems and for their air um, assault type things. And a lot of the different protection that we need in order to stop some of these threats that are out there. So uh, I definitely thought uh, L3 Harris might be a good play for this week. Uh, but, you know, general dynamics or Lockheed Martin, uh, Northrop Grumman might all be good plays for you as well. So take a look at those different ones. Uh, I do happen to like this one. I am a uh, shareholder here. Uh, so I just wanted to point that out. But um, yeah, for the last one, we are looking at another one that I own. And this one is going to be one of them 
Uh, well, it's classified as a consumer cyclical, but uh, I definitely think that is one that is going to do better for us in a recession versus some of the other restaurant chains out there. And that one is McDonald's. So as you know, uh, it's going to be a low cost food uh, that should serve us well going through a recession as, uh, you know, times get a little bit harder. We're going to see the need for people to uh, save where they can. And uh, whether you like it or not, people are going to spend at uh, some of the discount places, including McDonald's, in order to feed their families. Uh, so currently, we are at a, uh, a 29 PE. We are trading down to around uh, $238. The low on the year is $217.60. So we're trending closer to that low. We're kind of in the middle of the range here. But uh, quarterly dividend of about 2.3%. And uh, as far as the analyst research, what do we got there? We've got about 18% of upside on this one. So an average price target of 281. So most of them this week are not going to be high dividend plays. Uh, they're all right around that S&P average uh, from the upper ones to the upper twos, except for the uh, exception of IIPR, which is in that 7% range. So if you're looking for dividend, IIPR in the real estate investment trust category is probably going to be your way to go. But uh, a lot of different uh, ways to play this one. We've got uh, consumer staples. We've got uh, a consumer cyclical in the name of McDonald's. We've got a defense contractor in L3 Harris. And we've got an industrial aerospace play in the name of Honeywell. So if you can get over there to uh, Let It Grow Investing, get your votes in, please. And uh, if you've got a feeling as to which one's going to do better, please feel free to share it on there. But um, yeah, also, if you do need to get started, uh, I've got some links in the description to help you get going with uh, uh, Weeble, Crypto.com, Binance, and E-Trade. So I know Ebel, Weeble right now is doing uh, some pretty nice promotions where I believe you can get about 12 free shares uh, valued between three and $3,000 just for uh, signing up and depositing any amount of money at all. So if you sign up and put a dollar in, create an account, you're going to be getting 12 free shares. And uh, I'll also get some fractional shares for you uh, using my link. So I'd greatly appreciate that. But uh, with that being said, that's all I got for you guys today. So get out there, uh, build a plan, create a process, and uh, stick to it. Know that you're going to fail sometimes, but uh, or things that might go not your way, but uh, overall, I think we're going to uh, get to the the place we want to be, to that level of financial freedom that we're really looking for. And uh, with that being said, I'll uh, catch you guys in the next one. So take care. Thank you for stopping by here on Let It Grow Investing. Please make sure to like, subscribe, and share to build a community of like-minded investors. If you do have questions for me or for the group, you can find us over there on Let It Grow Investing Podcast on Facebook. This is not professional financial advice. I am not a professional financial advisor. Please make sure to do all your own research before investing in any security. I do have links in the description to help get you started on E-Trade, Webull, Crypto.com, and Binance. And a friendly reminder that a goal without a plan is just a dream. So go ahead and build your plan, uh, design your portfolio, and stick to it. Thanks for stopping by. I will catch you guys in the next one.